This tower has been fraught with many things, but one thing I wasn't going to accept was the dramatic irony of meeting someone called The Thinker, then us actually having to think of deeply about how to resolve the last issues within the tower. It certainly isn't lost on me that this adventure we've always had some level of urgency to push ahead. First that the asylum needed to push ahead lest we all get tortured to death, push through the mists or we die to them. Finally get to Darkon to get information and we need to keep moving unless the Cargat find us. It's always in the aftermath of these things that we can't hang around very long, so it's interesting that after talking to the Thinker, we really need to think about how to deal with the Baron's body, what to do with this strange gnome, and while urgency is still sort of there, we have some time to think for today's episode, episode 83, Aftermath. Colin Verb. Oh my god, this again? Again. Hell yes. Okay. Listen, I love these. What are you saying, oh, again? Uh, because it puts me on the spot and I am worried. Verb, you, Colin. Uh, you okay. didn't do well in English class, did you? Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, verb? Okay. Um, tumble. Miles, adjective. Uh, beautiful. David, if you don't mind, could you please name me an animal? Rhinoceros. (laughs) I said David. Giraffe. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, okay. Adam, plural noun. Oh, jeez. Giraffes. (laughs) I'm trying to not go animals. I was going to go goats. Uh, Cheeses. Cheeses. (laughs) Call an adjective. Um... Aged. Aged. Ooh. Very nice. Very fancy. Miles Noun. Um. City. David Verb. Chop. Adam Adjective. Corpulent. Good lord. Hey. Corpulent. Uh, see, even I see the phones are out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, Adam's looking up words. I'm... Re- Looking up what a pronoun is. <laughs> <laughs> Wanted to make sure when. A- <laughs> <laughs> oh, this one will be easy for you, Colin. Name a color. Uh, um, uh, 11. Uh. <laughs> Rose gold. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, going fancy with the colors. Going iPhone. Going. My goodness. Miles, an occupation, please. An occupation? That's right. Eloquence bard. <laughs> Management. Ah! David Verb. Another, another verb. Okay. Dance. Adam, an adjective, please? Oh, no, that's two words. Run down? I will accept run down. Colin, I need a plural animal. Plural animal? Animal. Plural. Plural. Oh, what's plural mean? (laughs) More than one animal. Oh, um, flumps. 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 (laughs) 
Not sure that that's an animal, but I going mean, with it. We can do D&D animals, right? Fair enough. Fair enough. I believe it's an aberration and not a beans. <laughs> oh, well, in that case, ants. Flumps works. Yay. Miles, a verb ending in ing. A verb ending in ing. Let's do writing. David, if you don't mind, could you please name a part of the body? Eh. Femur. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Are you so upset about Looster losing his femur? That was like 80 episodes ago. <laughs> Adam, a noun. Chair. Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the second one, though. Yeah. I got. Uh, He's what? doing the Star Wars iteration. Letting the broom have some time off. Okay. Fair enough. Colin, an exclamation. An exclamation? Second broom! <laughs> Second broom, exclamation point. Yeah. <laughs> I will now read our Mad Libs in the voice of Dr. Rudolf Van Richten. Hell yeah. Yes. It's called Dungeons and Dragons. So let's take a moment to tumble these beautiful creatures in detail. Dragons are an iconic type of giant giraffe <laughs> that are often encountered as enemies and less commonly encountered as true cheeses. <laughs> Metallic dragons are aged and noble. Ooh. While evil chromatic dragons will burn your city to a crisp without question. Well, that, that, that's that. that, that fits. All right, now that who's reading fits. Justin's notes? <laughs> that's weird. Hey, listen, I didn't do any such thing. You can't chop a book by its cover. <laughs> but that doesn't apply to dragons. Red dragons are known for their corpulent nature and evil temperaments. Again, what the hell? <laughs> While rose gold dragons are known to have the personality of a lawful management. <laughs> Too real, man. <laughs> we need to burn this afterwards. Dragons dance longer than humanoids, so they consider themselves to be run-down beings. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is too real. What the hell? Most think humans are as dumb as a barrel of flumps. <laughs> yep, true. But no matter what type of dragon you meet, one thing is certain. Riding one face to femur will be a chair to remember. <laughs> Second broom. Second broom. <laughs> <laughs> Can that be Van Ricken's like catchphrase? Second broom. His catch exclamation. Oh my lord! It worked. Second broom. You can't tell me it didn't. <laughs> I mean, you can, but. I'd cry. It's weird when they strangely work out, isn't it? That yeah. is very strange. Off-putting. Oh, good times. Good times. A lot going on. You guys ready to play some D&D? &D? You guys want to jump back into it? Oh, play yes. some D&D. I feel like we have a lot to resolve. Can we, can we hit defog on this, um, on this tower so it just gets rid of the mist? Yeah, we'll <laughs> yeah. just get a couple of leaf blowers out mm, and uh, mm. clear this right up. I don't know, turn up your render distance, that's why. That's oh, all it that's is. Probably it. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's probably it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. That's probably it. <laughs> all right, well, we solved it. Uh, plenty of, yeah. Tess, if I'm not mistaken, is currently 
guarding the staked corpse of Baron Medus. You're not going anywhere. Which is true unless that stake is removed. And of course, there won't be any Baron Medus to go anywhere at all if this corpse is exposed to sunlight or running water. Do that and Baron Medus is all done. Dunsies. Good. Lustra is currently like hyperventilating into a paper bag <laughs> because he just had to look into the bag of holding to find the wand to detect magic, I think. Not a paper bag of holding, though. Can't, That's remember, fine. can't remember what you were looking for or putting away. Miss Talisman Swaparoo. That's yeah, I was going to say, Slash had a uncharacteristically heartfelt moment with a corpse mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. to get the wand of detect magic. That's right. So Slash has the wand to detect magic right now. Just said some. Some pretty uh, nice words over the corpse of Lenora. Lustra has as well. But yeah, Salash has the wanted deck magic. Our new party member, Troubadour the Gnome, is in the armory looking at all the nice shiny things. And Van Richten is currently staring at the window on the second floor, the window that is now open only to a wall of mist. There's nothing but a wall of mist on the other side. It's seeping slowly through the cracks of the window, not to a point where you need to like immediately run away, but it is just a steady, small little stream. Like Enough, a like a low-budget smoke machine, just like very sort of much, like, yeah, like a broken smoke machine kind just of like thing. Like that little, like, yeah, gross. Very much like that, but it is a steady flow of mist into the black tower. But all that being said, what's the next step? I mean, now with the mists moving in, suddenly the "what do we do with Baron Medus?" question becomes a lot more important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because if your assumptions are correct and you've been scooped up the, by the mist, then like morning's not coming. So you can't just wait till morning and drag them out into the streets of Martira Bay because they're no longer there if your assumptions are correct. So what to do with Baron Medus? You also, I know we're thinking about putting Lenara's body at rest in a, you know, as much of a respectful way as you can, but suddenly that becomes a bit of a question. Yeah. So what to do? What to do? So Looster's going to walk into the room with the coffin, looking a bit, you know, damp with sweat. Uh, okay, Tess, uh, look, I'll keep an eye on the body if you want to go and maybe deal with the running water or say your final goodbyes to Lenara. I'll I'll stand guard for the time being. Um, Salash has the bag of holding. We might want to think about getting the things off of uh, Lenara's body. I kind of left something there to please leave it with her. Um, but yeah, we kind of need to be sort something out. So because the mists, as you showed us, are coming in. Um, so I have the mist talisman. Uh, I produce the glass eye, so we can figure a way out but we yeah do what you need to do i'll stay i'll stay here right the only source of running water would be downstairs if you can start bringing i don't even know how big that coffin is but if 
if you are if you feel strong enough to start moving it. I mean, heck, the gnome has actually got a bit of gumption behind him. I mean, with his help, I'm sure the two of us can maybe haul it down. All right, then take a look. I, uh, I'll be upstairs. So Lustra heads down to take a look at what he can possibly do about getting some running water from, I guess, the pump to the coffin. Uh, Tess heads upstairs towards Lenora Slash, kind of heading downstairs with the wand to detect magic. That would be correct. Um, passing uh, Tess in the stairwell, he'll just sort of nod and say, I've said what I needed to say to her. Just be quick. And he'll continue down. Uh, she'll stop him almost with one of the arms outstretched that Salash often does when Tess is talking to important NPCs. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, and she won't make eye contact, but she'll just put a hand on his shoulder and squeeze. Realize it's the uh, shoulder he has no feeling in. Switch to the other shoulder and squeeze. <laughs> <laughs> and wordlessly, she'll move up the stairs to Linara. Very good. Very good. Let's cut to the scene of Slash with the Wand of Detect Magic. Yep. Uh, so Slash, you know, will quickly enter the room with Troubadour, who I'm sure is just now finishing up putting on his armor. Um, and immediately he'll pull it out and, and very uh, Hogwarts style, sort of just wave it around and, and try and get it to use its last charge. Not very familiar with wands. Uh, just assumes you have to wave it around in exactly, the air. Exactly, exactly. Just like, <laughs> almost like a he's trying to go, detect magic. Exactly, almost like he's 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 like trying to you know, like do a lasso kind of thing. Just just wave it around his head and then just point at the general center of the room and just be like, detect magic. <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good. All kinds of stuff. Ooh. Starts popping up as magical slash. I am startled. One of the suits of armor that is still kind of on a rack displayed. It is just the cleanest suit of armor you have ever seen. Full plate. And it is magical. There is also... A beautiful, gleaming longsword in a glass case in this room that is magical. Also, I think technically maybe still upstairs on Lenora's body, but just for the sake of making things easier. The pen that Lenara picked up. Oh. Perhaps, I think it was the parlor. Yeah. I forget which room exactly, but the pen that Lenara picked up is magical. Ooh. The wand that you guys found in the little fireplace nook that Tess found, mm. you already kind of assumed it was magical, yeah. but there's a kind of a confirmation, I guess. And finally, the armor that Troubadour is wearing and maybe currently finishing up putting the straps on is also magical. Oh, no. Just got to adjust the cod piece. <laughs> Uh, so, so like, why are you staring at me like that, Salash? As a player, I'm like, how much of this is cursed? But, I'm, <gasps> oh my god, Miles, just Whoa. give it all to me. <laughs> I know, right? Um, but as as Salash, Salash will sort of, you know, his eyes will widen briefly, 
Um, and he'll look at Troubadour. I can only move so fast. Once you're done putting that on, please take these pieces. And he's basically going to do a quick sprint around the room. And as he's sprinting around the room, he's going to leave little little poison sprays on all the items that are magical, like a little little green splat to sort of indicate that these items are magical. And he's oh, going like to start, you know, breaking things open and taking them with him. As you're going around the room, putting a little uh, spritz of poison spray on the magical items. I will reveal to you the three other magic items that I completely forgot were in the room for a second. Oh, boy. And just remembered. There are two potions, uh, both that you're familiar enough with Slash that you immediately recognize what they are. One is a regular potion of healing. Okay. The other is a greater potion of healing. Oh. Mm. Not a superior. Not a superior. <laughs> The last item that Slash finds is a scroll tucked into the armor Ooh. of uh, one of these paladins or clerics that stood up to fight against Baron Midas. It's one of the non-magical sets of armor, but tucked into it is a scroll of something. If you want to give me a quick arcana check... All right. Maybe Solash can figure out what it is. I'm not terribly good at Arcana, but I That's will fine. try. You're a bard. You can do anything. Uh, You want to know what? That's a 19. Holy. Okay. 19. Pretty decent. I was trying to talk down to you. Yeah, <laughs> Why'd yeah, you have to yeah. roll high? Uh, the words are still unintelligible to you, Solash, but you kind of see some of like the, you know, the magical glyphs and symbols and are able to put together that it's a, a scroll of sunbeam or oh, sunlight. Oh. It is a scroll that can call down the power of the sun. Oh, can I cast serious? that? Like, uh, I think with the 19, you'd know that essentially, like you're looking at this piece of paper and it's just written in a way that you're confident you can't. Well, like, this is above Slash's... But could Van, Capability. Rick, could Van Richten, like, is is he high enough level? You maybe even hand it to Van Richten to see if he can make heads or tails of it. He looks at the piece of paper, does a little arcana check of his own, and says, no, unfortunately, this is beyond my capability. We would need a druid or a wizard or... And he kind of pauses a moment. His eyes kind of look upwards towards the top floor where Lenara's body is lying. Or a monk. <laughs> <laughs> or a divine soul sorcerer would have been able to cast this. Slash, sort of, you know, you can see him, his eyebrows furrow and he grits his teeth and his fists clench. So your gods can't afford you this kind of power? Well, yours can't either. <gasps> Ooh! Tony Rigoletto raises from the dead. Ooh! <laughs> Slash sort of grits his teeth and, you know, stays quiet for now. I sense tension. Did you say there's running water? Yes, running water downstairs. Fantastic. How heavy is this fucker? And Troubadour is going to try and lift the coffin. Here, I'll give you a hand. 
Oh, so you guys are going to drag the coffin to the pump? That's actually a good idea. Yeah. It's a fantastic idea. Don't even need to... If I, it's just the body, how heavy is this guy? Right? I don't think we need any kind of check here, necessarily. I think between Lucifer and Troubadour, you managed to drag the coffin to the pump. Talk to me about what the rest of the next few moments look like. <laughs> now yeah, what? Have, what is it? We have like a six-foot-four dragonborn and a... And a one foot tall, three one foot meter. tall, one meter tall. Sorry, one meter. So three foot tall gnome. Troubadour's effectively, you know, arms straight up. Yeah, Lucifer's Car- like hunched down as yeah. far as he can be, <laughs> and he's carrying most of the weight. <laughs> I'm kind of like sumo stance at the tail end of it. <laughs> like you're um, carrying all of it, and Lucifer's just making sure it's not like tilting. Yeah. Just make sure the stake's still in him. Mm-hmm. So we. Get it to the pump. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, (laughs) that part perfectly as simple. Like it goes great. That Um, part goes great. What I want to know is how the next step happens. How do you get running water on there? What kind of is there like a is there an irrigation system going on? (laughs) Just paint me that picture. What does this look like? Troubadour is going to basically hoist up one side of it so that it's he's basically going to make an aqueduct out of this uh coffin (laughs) he like kicks open the bottom kicks open the top all the while staring Midas in his still open eyes and then he's just gonna start hauling on that thing and start pumping water he's gonna start waterboarding Baron Midas (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Lustra will, you know, use, you know, he'll keep the coffin at an angle so that it's always going downstream, as it were. Uh, question, does Lenara still have the broken water wings on her? That would have been a... A, a water skin? Yeah. Yeah, it would have been she a water skin. got rid of that okay, I was a long point. time ago. Why would she still be wearing that? I, I don't know. My point be, she still have it on her, not wearing it. Okay, God. fair. Okay. I mean, like, I still have an eagle costume. Yeah, so. exactly. So, like, no, my thought would be that we'll, we would just take that water skin and just poke some holes in it and, like, make a makeshift shower head out of it. I mean, I think vampires can live in the rain, though, right? Like, it's, it's like, running water, like a stream or something that vampires can't. Oh, I see, I see. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> just turn on the tap. <laughs> it's true. I guess the question is, like, how long do you need to keep pumping before we can mechanically call this running water well i mean if you want to ask me not very long at all (laughs) (laughs) i feel like i want to ask the dice oh Oh, no no. that's fair i think that's the only fair way here (sighs) can we roll the dice outside this fucking black tower (laughs) it might seem like a very unimportant dice roll but actually it's it's pretty super important here crucial like i think I'll give it to either Troubadour or Lustra, either one of you, but I need, I think I'm going to call it an athletics check to see if we can maintain like that, that steady flow, that steady pumping for enough minutes that this counts as like, you know, like a, the same mechanics as a running river. Uh, so I guess, uh, Troubadour, did you want to roll for, or I can burn my inspiration and get advantage on this? Ooh. Can he? Can we uh, try to tie Troubadour to the pump so he's considered grappled, and then <laughs> <laughs> he has advantage on athletics checks? I will burn my inspiration if if 
but I'm not sure about what your athletics check is. Let me bite you. What? <laughs> nah, it's cool. <laughs> what? Excuse me? Can I just 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 need a little bit of blood? How are you feeling there, tough guy? Uh, consider it a trade. <sighs> yeah. What is going on? What what is going on? What's this trade thing? Lustra furrows his brow. I don't like how well you're getting to know me. But because you said it, Salash, fine. If I'm willing to give up a tooth for a vampire, sure. In this moment, Lustra, you kind of like think back on what you literally just now said. And just to be a dick of a DM, because that's what I like to do. (laughs) Oh, of course. Lustra is overwhelmed with this feeling that, like, this feeling of stress is creeping into you. Long story short, if you let Troubadour bite you, you're taking a point of stress. But you feel free to do so. But it will result in a point of stress for letting someone just rip your neck open. (laughs) We just fought a vampire, and a vampire just killed one of our companions. Don't worry about it. Just uh, do the exact same thing that ended her life. Oh, yeah. Mm. So I don't mind, yeah, a little uh, trying to cheat the mechanics a little bit, but it is going to result in stress. And Lustra, like, knows that. There's this feeling in Lustra is just like, I don't like what's about to happen. And if I let it happen, it's, it's going to stay with me. Mm-hmm. But why? Like, do you, is it, are, is blood like steroids? <laughs> kind of. To the Dampier, yeah, kind yeah. of. Yeah, essentially. That's what I get for not reading my books. Reading Justin's books. Yeah, Your, Justin didn't have anything about Dampiers. The ability is called Fanged Bite. Your Fanged Bite is a natural weapon which counts as a simple melee weapon with which you are proficient. You add your con modifier instead of your strength modifier to your attack and damage rolls. It deals 1d4 plus 3 piercing damage. On biting a creature that isn't a construct or undead, otherwise I would have bit the Baron, you can A... Regain hit points equal to the piercing damage you dealt in the bite. Or B, gain a bonus to the next ability check or attack roll you make. The bonus equals the piercing damage dealt by the bite. Well, that's unfair. (laughs) It's a great little ability, but again, to prevent you guys from misusing that and constantly biting each other. (laughs) What, gaming the system? We would never. Uh, Who would do that in D&D? If you do it to a party member, I am ruling that it is a point of stress. Okie dokie. It's up to you. Do you think you can handle this? Oh, you're you're calling his honor into question now. Uh, (laughs) Fucking dealt with the bag of holding. (laughs) You face your fears, Lustra. This is all over whether or not Troubadour gets advantage on the athletics check. I, to I wouldn't get advantage. I'd just get a really good four. bonus. Relustra could just use his advantage. Or but this is all about an athletics check on the water pump. That's what we're... So as yeah. a reminder, that's what we're dealing with right now. Oh, wait. Now. Are we Mad Maxing this shit? Like, Lucia's going to be the blood bag for our Dampier driving <laughs> along. <laughs> Just sucking up all that dragon blood. I feel like with Slash, unfortunately, Slash's words may have gotten to Lustra. And Lustra yeah. is, <laughs> while, while he is 40 now, he still has the mind of a 20-year-old. And he still has the mental capacity of, I'm still full of piss and vinegar. I can take this. 
you know, and uh, yeah, he's he's gonna you know start to breathe a bit heavily. Sure, sure, go go ahead, go ahead, and you know his shoulders tense up. Just I'm not gonna turn or anything, right? No, I don't think. <laughs> All right, wait, hold on, on. Whoa. three, <laughs> one. Hold on, no, two. two. Yum. <laughs> you take six damage. Oh my god. Holy shit. <laughs> That's almost as much damage as you took getting your tooth ripped out of your head. Man, uh, something, something almost feral comes out of Troubadour as he sinks his little dampier teeth into Lustra's neck. There was almost that promise of, like, this isn't going to hurt that much. Everything's going to be fine. But then once those teeth pierce through the flesh, he just can't stop himself from satiating that hunger. Six points of damage and a point of stress to Lustra. But, hey, we get a plus something to the roll, so that's good. Excellent. I spend the entire time just looking at those shoelaces and be like, come on. I got this, I got this, I got this. Just And then Troubadour's just gonna use that fervor, that that energy he just took out of uh Lustra and just go ham on this thing. Okay. Alright. I see swear to god got. if this fails. I see it. <laughs> Natural one. Oh. Alright. I rolled a five. But that's plus thirteen for an eighteen. Holy shit! Right, we should have been bleeding Lustra dry this whole time. Damn, that is a high athletics bonus. <laughs> can I just can I just eat Lustra and get that all the time? Listen, Slash has got fangs too, man. Can I just 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 <laughs> chomp down on that bicep? Like what? Tell you what, I'm not going to ask for in a while. For a while, is athletics checks. <laughs> <laughs> Don't expect a lot of those in our future, guys. <laughs> So right. you have to lift this very heavy thing. Uh, acrobatics. Mm, I can yes. only use that once more per day. Still. <laughs> no, that's pretty good. Uh, pretty good little thing. Cool little boon. It's no favored by the gods, but I guess Adam just no, needs to be neat. OP. Adam that's, just needs to be OP. That's how it goes. That yeah. is pretty neat. Somehow, yeah, Troubadour starts pumping away. It's that up and down motion on the water pump, he starts getting tired, and then Lustra just like gets on a knee and allows Troubadour to feast upon the blood in his neck, giving Troubadour this this rush of adrenaline, the ability to just keep going. Water is pouring out of the water pump to the point that it's like starting to seep out where it's connected to the floor. You know, like the the bolts are yeah like oh, there's yeah. little bits of water squirting all over the place the pump can't even handle all the water that's being pushed up like, absolutely yeah. my mental image is that there's just this chimp on the goddamn <laughs> cistern just going ape shit just <laughs> absolutely bananas and keeps that pace up for minutes on end Jeez. to the point that you know at first you can almost see there's this very faint emotion in Baron Medus's eyes when you start pumping that water onto him. This, his eyes are almost saying, you idiots, <laughs> you actually think this is going to work? <laughs> and then five minutes later, when this tiny little gnome 
is just all coked up on blood <laughs> and still going bananas His on the pump. His pupils are like the size of saucers. <laughs> exactly. This, this, this coked <laughs> up gnome. This coked up gnome turns on the turbo wash. Just... <laughs> and Baron Midas's eyes also go wide. Not quite as wide as Troubadour's, but wide. And there's this chill in the air, a distant scream that seems to echo throughout the Black Tower as the corpse of Baron Midas just essentially disintegrates and becomes part of that running water and spills all over the floor. Hell yeah. You all look on with a very satisfied look. Dr. Van Richten, maybe the most satisfied of all, just looks at uh, the puddle and thanks Troubadour. What an absolute Chad. (laughs) (laughs) Don't thank me. Thank your friend that tastes like copper. (laughs) Isn't that just normal blood? He tastes extra coppery. (laughs) (laughs) He, Dr. Van Richten, that is, looks uh, at you with with reverence, looks at the window that has been seeping through mist. See, at this point, that room with the window in it is, you know, not even like a quarter of the way filled with mist, but the mist is steadily pouring in. And he says, it seems as if we have time on our side at the very least. I can't thank you enough for putting an end to this creature for good. Troubadour. And then looks at the rest of you. And all of you. This would not be if not for the efforts that we all put into this. But if you'll excuse me, there is... One more person to thank. And with that, he dismisses himself and he heads up to the corpse of Lenara and takes a knee next to it. He pauses for a very long moment. He ruffles through her pockets a little bit until he finds... That Almirage horn that months ago he asked her to go get from the jungles of Cholt. He puts it into his front coat pocket as close to his heart as he can possibly get it. And he kind of places his hand on Lenara's cheek. And most of you, I think, are still downstairs around the Baron Medus area, so maybe you don't really see him wipe the tear away from his eyes. But he bends over and says, I am very sorry that I loved you. And he stands back up and starts walking towards the stairs that he sees kind of Tess walking up at the same time Tess and Van Richten kind of exchange a nod Van Richten goes down the stairs and how does Tess say her goodbyes well 
um, she'll, uh, she'll go and quietly sit next to, uh, to Linara for a moment. The, the scarf of stiletto sort of like rolling that over in her hands. Um, she'll reach out and take one of Linara's cold, lifeless hands in hers and Tessa's been very passionate about many, many things. Um, but she'll have her eyes closed, take a deep breath in, let it out, and look down to, uh, to Lenara and just with sorrow in her eyes say, I was supposed to protect you. And I failed. You were the daughter I never had and the friend I always wanted. I I swore to you that I would bury you. But I didn't want it to be like this. Not like this. If we could do it again... I would take your place just to know that you would grow old and decrepit and complain about it all the time. This would be worth it. We've paid him back and made... Your sacrifice was not in vain, but... You're not going to stop. Every dark force in these domains... are going to feel... Your power. Just because you don't go with us in body, you will be with us in spirit. I will never forget you, and I love you as my own. Please be at peace. Uh, and she'll lean down and press her forehead against Linara's. Brush a bit of stray hair, probably matted with blood, out of her face. Stand up. Compose herself. Look down at the scarf that she's taken. And head down to the next step of the journey. Inspiration to Tess for jerking a few more tears out around the table as we mourn the death of Lenara. Baron Medus's corpse is now dealt with. Just as we're walking down the stairs, we just hear, Wow! That blood is amazing! (laughs) (laughs) Like a Ric Flair. (laughs) Much needed comic relief on the second floor. Duck me in a cage, bitch! It's a cage match now! You wanted running water? If you would have provided me liquid, I'd piss on your carbs! (laughs) Yes! Woo! Uh, well, he is running around like a madman. Uh, he's gonna go. But your art's great. I'm taking that picture. <laughs> he's gonna take the picture of himself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking amazing. Um, 
Picture goes in the bag of holding. <laughs> picture, picture goes on him. He's got to fold it up and carry that fucking thing. Just wear it like a backpack. Yeah. Um, he will, uh, t- seeing everything that's going on, solemn, he will take a moment um, knowing what's going on. He didn't know her. He doesn't want to desecrate um, the moments everybody had, but he'll notice her dying bloodstain on the um, the stairwell. He'll go and just take a hand and um, rub some of the now dry blood on his gauntlet and he'll just grip the handle of his flail. You hear him just whisper under his breath, I, d- I don't know who you were, but I'll make sure your wrath lives on through the rest of us. That's the only moment he'll have with her. Would have also accepted you slurping that shit up. I was going to say, I'm impressed that it wasn't just, mm, maybe positive. <laughs> it's not fresh. In the meantime, Van Richten goes down to the first floor. Just gives the file cabinet like a good sturdy kick and oh, it pops right fuck open. You man, <laughs> that's why you always have an NPC nearby. <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna leave. You guys do the rest. <laughs> pops right open. The shattered pieces of like freaking thieves' tools fall out onto the ground. <laughs> They're magically fixed now too. Don't worry about it. The shattered pieces of Tess's pride tumbles down the stairs. Oh, those were still in Dominia. <laughs> Just to appease your curiosity, Tess and everyone else at the table, I'm sure. After a few moments of rummaging through the files of the file cabinet, you find countless. Pieces of evidence, files that all suggest that many of the patients of the Black Tower eventually get diagnosed with some form of mental illness. Oh, you son of a bitch. And eventually get shipped off. To a more capable specialist, Son of a, a one doctor, Heinfroth. The rest of them who don't do that just get diagnosed with anemia. <laughs> yeah, the rest <laughs> just get eaten. But most of the patients of the Black Tower get diagnosed with a mental illness, get shipped off to Dominia. Of course. There it's... are records of the mercy, the ship the mercy where this all kind of started. There are records of its travel times, travel dates, and it has arrived into the ports of Darkon numerous times. If the schedule is correct, it should actually be here again within a week. Or in the mists now. But that is, yeah, again, just to kind of appease your curiosity, I'm sure we were all... I know you guys want to know what was in that biogab. <laughs> oh man! No, I couldn't care less. Mm-hmm. Mm. So why do you even do that? Does do these files also say what's on the second floor of the asylum? They don't. <laughs> Damn it! We might find out someday, Miles. We might find out someday. But yeah, you guys realize that all the patients essentially either get eaten or sent to Dominia. 
Uh, so Baron Medus and Do- Dr. Hydefroth have a history of being in cahoots. Van Richten, while he is down there, takes uh, some initiative and opens the front door to check on what we've all been wondering. What? And sure enough, beyond the portal of that door is nothing but a wall of mist. As soon as he opens the door, it starts to just pour into the entrance of the Black Tower. He quickly closes it, but then comes back upstairs to let all of you know exactly what he witnessed. There's the mists. I don't know if they've taken the entire Black Tower or if they are simply lingering outside. I I simply don't know. But it would seem as if they are entering this Black Tower slowly. I can't help but think that once we finally exit, that we'll be exiting into the mists. It's hard to deny that they seem to have come for us once again. It's always them. But their pace, the slow trickle into the Black Tower would seem to indicate as if perhaps we have some time on our hands. Perhaps we should take the time to try to figure out what all these magical items are. Perhaps even we can fit in a long rest. The more time we can stay in this tower before we exit into the mists, the better. I agree. Slash nods, realizing there's no banshees or barren meduses to interrupt a rest this time. I guess where are we going? We have talismans to Mordant, do we not? We do. We know which talismans lead where. We're familiar we? with the rituals. Hold on. Do we have a talisman to Mordant? Did you not give that to Lamin? Oh, you're Dang. right. I did. Oh. Yeah. Gave that to Lamin so he could take Amelia Wigglebrick to Mordant. Yeah, to take him to Arena. You yeah. do have a talisman to Dominia. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. You have talismans. Directly second floor? Directly to, to the second floor? Right, yeah. yeah. Talismans to come right back to Darkon. Mm-hmm. And question mark. And a talisman to question mark. Yeah, the glass eye that you found now that you have no idea where it leads to, but it is a talisman. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the elves of the Neverchar Springs are the next step, right? That is certainly who I would like to ask questions of next. Yes, it is. Uh, I've been trying to reach the elves of the Neverchar Springs before... Meeting any of you. This is, in a sense, how it all started. It would seem that we would require a mist talisman to reach them in some capacity. Unless there is a path through Darkon that leads us to the Nevachar Springs. As far as I know, the Nevachar Springs have been fractioned away by the mists. However, we do have mist talismans to Darkon. Exactly, and the, the springs are part of it. Yes? Yes, indeed. So, if it is possible to go from one section of mist to another in the same... I mean, honestly, the... As far as Dr. Heinfroth was concerned, if you go into the mists, the most common 
most likely thing that would happen is you would be brought back out into the same domain. Yes, without any missed talisman at all, you were... Odds are that you will simply be spit right back out where you started. With a missed talisman, we'll be able to reach that crossroads that you're all familiar with at this point. Yes. Totally. <laughs> so, we could go back to Darkon, but we still have to go through the mists anyways to get to the Neverchar Springs. Do we want to gamble on this unknown mist talisman to see where it takes us? It is worth mentioning. Simply because if the Black Tower is encapsulated by the mists, it stands to reason that Martira Bay, in fact, the very mist talisman we would use to get back to Darkon, would suggest that the city we return to would not be the same. Who knows what's left of it, yeah. I don't, I don't think you're going to the city, though. We're going to Darkon anywhere in it. I mean, if we thought... Terribly hard to be rivalist, maybe we would go there. I don't know. The mists are a curious thing indeed. And the fractioning takes all, everything that we did know about it out of the equation. So we use the dark on mist talisman and think of Neverchar Springs and hope we pop out there? I mean, apparently, if we do that, the other option is we end up back in the material plane. I mean, there's only one way to escape anyway, so... Why not run out of here with your happy thoughts? Ooh, domain of daiquiris. <laughs> Blood daiquiris. Of course. <laughs> Always trying to get your next fix, aren't you there, little guy? I have an addiction. Also, for what it's worth, Troubadour, if you are what I believe you were at one point, then... I can almost guarantee that you've traveled the mists more than any of us, and have seen the crossroads many more times than any of us have, perhaps even myself. Here's hoping I have flashbacks. <laughs> oh, look! I've managed to identify all these magical <laughs> items in the times that you were talking. Ah, well done, well, sir. Isn't that convenient indeed? Did you happen to get all of the important items off of Lenaro's body to put into the bag of holding? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I feel like Slash would have done that during his heartfelt goodbye and his his very ginger and and polite rifling through her pockets. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Cool. This weird wand with all the multicolored beads on it that you found in the fireplace. It's a wand of wonder. Ooh. I don't know what that is. It will require attunement by a spellcaster. It has seven charges, and while holding it, you can use an action to expend one of its charges and choose a target within 120 feet of you. The target can be a creature, an object, or a point in space. From there, we roll a d100, which I know sounds weird, but just trust me, it <laughs> makes complete sense. I feel like Lustra really understands d100s. Then we consult the wild magic table, something else that you just shouldn't concern yourself with at the moment. <laughs> but yeah, above the table, wand of wonder, use an action, and... It's just wild magic it's just, shit? It's just the wild magic table. Hell yeah! Straight up, that's all it is. It gains 1d6 plus 1 expended charges daily at dawn. And then Dr. Van Richten points to the pen 
and says, that is a forger's quill. Ooh. A very convenient little magical item. Simply place it on a piece of paper and speak the name of the last person who signed their name with it, and the pen will sign their signature on its own. Oh. While all of you were talking, I was experimenting a little bit and have come to the conclusion that speaking the words Baron Metis, and as he does so, like, the pen itself, like, raises up on the piece of paper that he has it on, and, like, signs Baron Metis's signature. Says, ah, you see there. So all we have to do is place it on a piece of paper, say the name Baron Metis, and it will sign the signature. Oh, there it goes again. <laughs> doing it go. a second time. Just a paper, like, you know, schoolgirl with a oh, name like, just constantly <laughs> so signed Impor- all over the place. Linara Metis. <laughs> oh, my God. Important to note that it will always sign the signature of the last person to have actually signed their signature with a pen. So should any of you choose to randomly write your name down with this pen, the name Baron Metis will be forgotten and replaced by your own. Tessanthius Hype. Oh, oh, we're not supposed to. Okay, here, here, um, you take it, Salash. <laughs> the suits of armor. I'm assuming, Troubadour, that you know what your own suit does, so I won't bother. Enlighten me. I like <laughs> I like to hear <laughs> about myself. I just, I'm just testing you to see how That's well it. you can look at magic. Tell yeah. me a story about me. And he's so, going to take that Captain Morgan pose again. Oh my God. A Slash looks at him. You like listening about yourself? What kind of idiot are you? <laughs> oh. An amazing idiot. <laughs> Your plate armor, Troubadour, is a set of cast off plate armor. You can. Doff it as an action. What? With a mere press of a button, and he like points to a very small little switch, like maybe, where is the switch on the suit of armor? There's a button somewhere. Where is it? Cod piece. (laughs) No. That's too obvious. The taint. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I, hmm. Somewhere that's not going to get hit often. I would think it would be a rivet, like, on the inside of the weapon arm. Oh, like maybe like under your arm. Yeah. Like your armpit. <laughs> so, somewhere there that it's like... Yeah, chances of a sword hitting there are pretty slim, honestly. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Nice. So there's a little button in the armpit. Left or right arm? Uh, right arm. He's right-handed. So. Armpit of the right arm. Van Richten points it out and says, here, if we simply click this button, it's just... And he clicks the button and sure enough, the entire <laughs> suit of armor... Just comes falling right off a troubadour. He's just standing there in his potato sack. Ah, my innocence. <laughs> well, isn't that convenient? So there you go. Cast off play, Tom. Yeah, it takes, still takes 10 minutes to put back on, doesn't it? <sighs> Start strapping it back on. <laughs> <laughs> the other plate mail is a uh, plate armor of gleaming. Ooh. Never gets dirty. Not entirely sure what the use of that is, but... Oh, Lenara was really good at keeping things clean. Check this out. And he just, like, spits on the suit of armor. <laughs> and it just, like, his spittle runs right off. 
Like it never happens. Isn't that clever? Oh, like those hydrophobic clothes? I was just yeah, thinking exactly. the same thing. Yeah. Nice. Like they, they dump ketchup on it and it just dribbles right off. Yeah. That's very cool. And then finally he points to that very fancy looking long sword behind a glass case. Says that long sword is a flame tongue. Flame tongue <gasps> long sword. Speak a magic word and the entire blade should ignite into flames and not only when will the entire thing do magical damage it will do an extra little bit of magical fire damage upon every hit as well a very sought after item oh that's insane that's sick i think i'll take it for myself okay cool (laughs) okay whoever wants to take that is welcome to it. I don't... My flail's not magic, guys. Just, you know, throw that out there. But you've never even shown us what you can do with a flail. Oh, that's fine. He can have it. (laughs) (laughs) No, whoever wants to take that, by all means, you guys can, you know, maybe talk amongst amongst yourselves, figure out who wants that long sword. Van Richten once again looks at the window... With the mist not far behind it, now that he's identified all these magical items. I think that was all of them. Were there any others you guys can think of that you were curious about? I don't think so. I think I hit them all. No, I believe the, so. Yeah. No, I Two feel like of plates. I was going to say the um, uh, stuff with Madame Radonovich with the ivory stuff, that all got identified as well. Uh, it didn't quite get identified, I mean, but like you. Right? Yeah, it shattered into pieces, but you were confident that it was basically like a mirror with divination magic imbued into it it was you know like a almost like a crystal ball substitute uh but that thing was broken as hell (laughs) so i think we hit all the items that were in question right now van richten is looking at that window and he says so far we've spent over an hour in this tower since the destruction of Baron Metis. And as far as I can tell, that mist has barely managed to fill up that one bedroom. My guess is that we have time to perhaps rest, which I highly suggest we do. Perhaps we should rotate watches, man the... Window, guard the door. Yes. Bring Char- our character sheets up to level six. Oh, yeah, baby. That kind of thing. Oh, damn. Oh, I think man. it's time for a nap. Troubadour goes back to his cell. <laughs> if all goes according to plan, we'll step into those mists next week. Freshly leveled and ready for another player death. Hooray! Oh, hell yeah. Oh, Lord. All right, Adam, roll up another one just in case. This has gotten old already. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah. I'm going to live forever. Woo!